All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week, and I will be joined by Mr. Mark Cantrell of the Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark? Good, thank you, Dave. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. It's March the 23rd, 2017. Whew, and we're on the edge of spring, I guess. So we've got some warm weather to look forward to and some great pool coming up here in another couple of days. And speaking of pool, right now, as we speak, the Dixieland Classic is kicking off down there in South Carolina at Q Times Sports Bar and Grill in Spartanburg. There is a uh, 8,000 added, going to be some uh, tin ball. Some banks going on and a mini rink game, stuff like that. And it's pay-per-view will be available at Pool Action TV, poolactiontv.com. Uh, they've already got some great players scheduled to be there. Mr. Jeremy Jones and Danny Smith, Skylar Woodward, Shannon Dalton, Brandon Sheff, Justin Hall, and I'm sure many more. So if you're interested in that, like I said, go over to Pool Action TV and look up that information. That'll be going on here tonight. Also, right around the corner, the Super Billiards Expo. Just another about six days away. We're coming down to it. Starts up next week out there in uh, Pennsylvania. And we'll be talking with Mr. Alan Hopkins, the proprietor, the founder of the event. This is his 25th year. Uh, big stuff going on there too. So we're gonna be getting back with you uh, with Mr. Hopkins in just a moment. What's going on with you, Mark? Oh, nothing much. Uh, I mean, just in in general. I mean, it went from ninety degrees here uh, down to sixty-five overnight and rained. Ooh. So uh, I've got to put the heater back on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but. No, that's about it. I've been kind of keeping my eye on uh, the Moscone Cup. Uh, things are it's still early, as as we know, but uh, there's 15 events. As uh, people were keeping track of this, there's 15 uh, qualifying events for the uh, Moscone Cup team, Team right. USA, mm-hmm. and. After those 15 events, and I believe they end in September. Yes. Um, is when the final uh, qualifying event is. Once it gets there, they, they've got their top 10. The new team captain, Johan Rushink, is uh, going to pick his uh, four from that list, possibly five team members from that list. Uh, but he has to pick at least four from that ten mm-hmm. and then one wild card. That right. doesn't have to be right. uh, in the top ten. Right. Um, we know why they've done this. We know why it's been done this way. Uh, the Brian and you team captain, they're trying to find a way uh, for uh, Team USA to be able to put a team together and uh, a cohesive team together uh, that's based on not just their ability, but being able to 
uh, worked with them throughout the year to give them a fighting chance against the, the Europeans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of having to stockpile the 15 events, <clears throat> 15 qualifying events, into, uh, what's that, eight months? Yeah. Yeah. Nine months. Well, yeah, it's like eight, nine, it, it's not nine full months. It's, it's September the 9th, 10th is the cutoff, so it's eight months and ten days, basically, but, yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, uh, leading to a couple of different scenarios and things that are kind of pointing, I'm, I'm looking at and kind of, to some extent taken aback looking at where the standings are at this point knowing how uh, it's only four events have been played so far four qualified events have been played so far so there's still 11 to go so it's still early and there's a lot of people uh, you know who can potentially get into the top 10 but when I looked at the top 10 I mean it was uh, definitely more of a uh, majority of them were more of the old school, what I call an old school type player mm-hmm. than uh, than we've seen in the pre- previous years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the rundown yeah, is the, so the far, one. yes, the rundown so far uh, as of, like you said, the four events that have been played thus far, right now it stands at Dennis Hatch uh, at 50 points in number one spot, followed by only two point difference by Rodney Morris. Then you got Shane uh, Van Boning, Donnie Mills, Billy Thorpe, Johnny Archer, Oscar Dominguez, Justin Hall, Jared Clowry, and Jorge Rodriguez. That's your top 10. And, you know, like you said, it's still early, but uh, I'm, I'm surprised to see, like, Johnny. And Donnie and Rodney already up in there. So, and Dennis sitting on top. <laughs> Not the young ones like you were suggesting, but it, again, it's still early. I think we've got lots of, uh, you know, lots of strange things can still oh. happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, can can we just hold on a second? I've got Johnny Archer's calling. Call him. He's calling right. over Answer. and over again. Answer him, yeah. Okay, hold on. It's like speak of the devil, you know. Like we we just mentioned Johnny's name, and he and he's calling. <laughs> His ears must have been burning. Since Johnny kept calling, I've got him on the line with us. <laughs> you there, Johnny? I am here. Hey, Mr. Right. Bond. What's going on, Johnny Archer? Oh, you know, doing the same old thing. Yeah, living the dream. Just got huh? back from a trip to Italy. Oh. oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That sounds like yeah, fun. We were, just, we, we were just talking about you. It's funny, actually, because we, like, I'm serious. We were just talking about you. We're going through the list of the um, qualifying events. There's only 15 qualifying events. Uh, and then looking at the list of who's already making progress. And it looks like there's a, like more. it's going the other way. It's still early yet. There's only four or 15 of the events have been played. Right. And in in the top 10 that Johan is going to be picking from, right, 
is Johnny Mills, okay. Danny Hatch, okay. Rodney Morris, and you. Yeah. You, you, you were the four of the top ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Heck yeah. Which is, oh, oh, you're talking about the top ten uh, Americans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're the four Americans out of the top ten, uh, so, all, so the other six is not American. No, the other six are Americans, but they're not the, what I call the old school, old, old biddies kind of club, you know. Okay, <laughs> I got you. You know, okay. Well, the last few years. So what are you saying, Mark? I don't have that for me. Are you saying I'm not old biddy and I'm not, I'm not even, <laughs> not trying to make, what are you saying? Uh, you're catching me off guard here. I wasn't prepared for any of these questions or insinuations here. He said that he's surprised that, that a senior citizen like yourself even made it on the list. I think, oh, senior citizen. I, I think, uh, Am I waiting for my Social Security card or what? what? I mean, tell me where you consider me at. Am I waiting for welfare or what, Mark? What you got me on now? Well, you I, I don't you probably haven't even paid into social security in the first place, so you'd be surprised what I paid. <laughs> being avoided that thing being avoided now like the plague. I uh, don't make any comments, anything to do with any government uh, entities on the on a uh, on a on a unsecured phone line. <laughs> we're being we're being tapped. Why tapped? Okay. Oh, man. Anyway. Like that's been going on <laughs> somewhere along the way. Up there in the high Washington, sound like it's been going on. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been, uh, it, it's just, it, it's, it just looks, all I'm saying is, it, over the last three years, it's been Skyler, Justin Bergman, uh, uh, who's the other Justin? Um, uh, Justin Hall. Justin Hall. Yeah. Uh, it, it just seems like it's been. A, a now, don't forget friends. Mike. Don't forget about Mike Deshay now. That ain't fair. You need to mention him. He was two out of the last three years on there. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is about Mike, but I don't necessarily put him in with the. How old is he now? Because he seems like know. he should be young, but he's been around a while. He's not as young as right. you know. You know, it's not Mike Deshane, all that kid from Maine. Right, right. Anymore. He's right. like 30-something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, so what, so what are you saying about Mike? What are you saying <laughs> bad? You should say it. You shouldn't say it quite like this. Don't, don't pull your punches. Why are you talking bad about Mike Deshane? <laughs> I know you're trying to include him with the younger end. And I'm just saying I'm not sure that he is part of the younger end anymore. So, Mark, so Mark what are you saying bad about Mike Deshane? I'm going to ask you one more time. Just <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about Mike. I'm, I'm, so I want to say something bad and say it, but, I mean, all I'm saying is he's, he's, I, don't, I don't believe he's as young as uh, uh, people make him out to be anymore. That's all. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. so like Oscar. Oscar always seems like he's a young kid because right, right. You, just remember, you remember him with tailing around with, with his dad. Right. And, he's, and how old is he now? He's like 35 or something. 
Hey, Johnny, let me ask you a question since I got you on the phone. Uh, we were just discussing. Okay. We were just discussing the uh, the the list of events, the qualifying events for the team, and we noticed that that nine. Now, go ahead and tell you, I have not seen this list. I don't know what's on it. I have no idea. I know it just came out. So okay. I just I heard that it had it out. I talked to somebody, but I haven't seen it, so I don't I don't uh, have it in front of me. But I I will answer whatever you can ask. Yeah. Me. Sure. Well, are you planning on making a run for the team this year? Yes. Like you you are officially going to try to do it. Okay, cool. Yes, I am. Now, um, I'm on this... Through qualifying, too. Not, I'm talking about playing-wise, not, not uh, politicking. Right. Playing-wise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I can. I know I've got a lot to juggle between business and family and, uh, and oldness because since I'm... I'm filing for my Social Security card and all that stuff, <laughs> and, you know, that Mark says. You know, in between that judgment for welfare and all that, I, I'm, uh, you know, i got to take up my time the best I can. So, uh, but yes, in the short, short answer, I will be trying. I'm, I will be out and uh, well, I'll be playing three tournaments in the next two weeks right now. may not be Moscow, but I am going to be, be out playing, uh, cool. playing the, the, the most that I possibly can. Cool. Yes. There was there was something out there. I don't know if it was on Facebook. This is at least a couple months ago when they first announced uh, Johan to be captain. That he wanted you to be uh, vice captain or right. something like that. And I, I, that came and went. I don't know. I I think, and I don't have any of this for sure. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know what you know or if you'd even tell us. But, um, you know, it, I think that Johan wants you there as part of the team, mm-hmm. uh, to, just from experience, because you've been on right. every winning, winning team since 97, is from what right. I can gather. So right. I think he may want you there in a, a somewhat of a, a, a leadership role alongside of him, uh, as, as well as bring the experience as well. So whether you qualify or you don't, I think he will. Uh, I, I think there's a chance he might want to put you on the team just for those other reasons, mm-hmm. right? Well, um, Yohan and I had some uh, pretty extensive talks at Derby. Um, you know, um, a lot about past Moscone, a lot about future Moscone, a lot about uh, his role. Um, you know, Johan has many, many advantages. Okay. First of all, uh, he's one of the smartest um, coaches, uh, you know, motivators, whatever you want to call it, that I've seen. Uh, he has a niche that I've seen that, uh, you know, up close I've only heard about. Now, I know a lot of people think, well, he's massaging his way. He wants to talk about Johan and all this. You have to remember, I was at every event with Johan except uh, the very one, first one he, that uh, they won against Wilson. Uh, well, I'll say Wilson. When Wilson was captain coach uh, the first year. Mm-hmm. So I was against, and I, and I did... I was uh, the only year that we won in the last seven, eight years, whatever it is, 
was the only year that Johan was not coach amongst all these years, last five, six, whatever Johan was involved. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, in my opinion, I really, you can say coincidences and all that, I really don't think it's as much of a coincidence as you would think. It happened to be the only year he wasn't there. Okay, now, not saying that Alex Laley, because I know he's kept, I'm not saying he's wrong, bad, but I just know that Johan has a, an idea that he actually puts it down in science. That, you know, because I've picked his, he's the only one I ever went to to ask for advice for type stuff, because I know there is a, an avenue there that, that triggers a part of a brain to make you play better or, or give you a better chance to play better or think better, whatever it is. I don't know how all that works because I'm about half crazy anyway. So, you know, <laughs> I can't, I can't, uh, you know, uh, know what I'm talking about. But I really feel like Johan has an, uh, an, an innate ability to bring somebody's game to the best that it possibly can at that moment. Now, what that what I mean by that is, he works in the present. He he uh, prepares people and players and everyone beforehand that that ain't when his job ends. A lot of people say, "Well, I can only do so much. I prepare them, and then they have to go do it." That's actually when Johan's job really starts. Is when they start playing. So whatever he says on there, well, I really don't have much control, and when they're playing, I don't, I don't go out there. That's the physical part that is true. But let me just go ahead and tell you, he has an innate ability to bring somebody's confidence and playing-wise to the best that they can at that moment. Don't mean they always going to win. And I know, I see that, and he's always had a disadvantage because he deals with four or five people from different countries, don't speak the same language. So that communication is difficult. Yeah. So Johan came to me, and, and Johan needs a, he kind of needs a go-between to reach out to the American players. Okay, now he, because... He is the coach that he is, but he still don't quite have that um, relationship, confidence, whatever you want to call it, from the American players because he has been an outsider to them for how many ever years. And that communication barrier is a little bit of a stumbling block. So he needs a link to the players, whether it's me whether it's Wilson, whether it's whoever it is, he needs that in order to actually get a little bit of a shock, uh, shot to be able to get to them quickly. Yeah, yeah. I would so, agree. Johan does. He explained that to me, and I and I didn't really know what he why he meant. Then when I then he, when he started really explaining it to me, then it made sense. It kind of started making sense, and so. I told Johan I would support the team and be there no matter if I'm playing, no matter if I'm not. I could, uh, I will be there to support the American team and Johan and the players and USA flag. I will be there in December. 
Awesome. No matter whether I'm playing or not. The only deal that I'm and Johan wanted me as a vice captain. He did. He asked. He does. But the only thing I asked him for was the same exact um, chance to qualify to play. I didn't want to be overlooked with that because he might need, you know, really need to go between for them. So I may have gotten a little overlooked because that was that's a big thing. He does need it. Mm-hmm. So right now, I, that's the only thing I asked Johan for. Don't want any special treatment. Don't want anything. I mean, I'm older. I don't deserve any 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 extra, far as playing wise, as whoever else is trying to qualify for that team. But I did want the same opportunity to be looked at to qualify. So, um, what him and I kind of kind of had talked about whether I mean, still may not be, but this is what I think uh, that I would be there as a vice captain. Or if I did make the team, I would be there as a field captain. Hmm, So no matter what, him and I will be side by side, and I will do whatever it takes to help him and the team and whatever it is to win. Awesome. Short of of breaking a couple of his arms. (laughs) I ain't going to quite go that far to do that. I mean, well, don't tempt me, actually. Don't tempt me too much, uh, but, you know. You know, uh, now I might put a little laxative in uh, Garrett Appleton's, uh, you know, Budweiser over there. You know, Garrett Appleton had the shit, uh, you know, kind of. He has to go to the bathroom every 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 TV break. I may I may would do that. That ain't to me. That ain't really crossing the line too much. So I'm, I might would do that. But anyway, that's. But anyway, just to give you uh, on a serious note, um, I am very excited for America's chances this year. Mm-hmm. Very, very excited. We are still underdogs. Yeah. America is still underdogs. Yes. Okay. But with Johan, now I know I'm not saying Johan is, uh, you know, savior to American pool. That ain't that ain't his job, and he knows that ain't his job. But my opinion is, this gives America a much better chance. No matter who's on the team, this gives America. USA a much better chance of winning this year yeah, and the future years. This does. Now, does that mean we're favorites or we're back even? No, no, it don't. No. Mm-mm. He's got his hands full. Johan has a job in front of him now. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> Man, all right, I'll tell you what, you talk a lot, don't you? Shut your mouth, Mark. I tell you what, Mark. Why would you always say something bad about Mike Deshane? I want to hear that again. <laughs> no, I've read it. I can read between the lines now. Just last read between the lines. You you're wanting to say something bad about Mike Deshane? I don't. You shouldn't do that. That's not fair to him. He can't defend himself. First of all, you can barely read in the first place. So don't talk about reading. You can't read minds enough. <laughs> Uh, As you can tell, I was not prepared for this interview. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't prepared for this at all. (laughs) Um, Here's here's a question for you. Um, Out of the 15 that we talked about, these 15 uh, events, uh, nine of them are in New York. No, no, hold on. 
How many's in New York? Yeah, it's nine. Oh, I know four of. I know. I know. Uh, Oppenheimer has four schedules. I know four. So, and then I'm sure whatever Manny has going on with um, you know the Steinway Classic and all, would I have to say that's involved? Yeah. I think it's it's uh, eight. There's actually eight one, two, out of the fifteen are in New York, and then one's in Pennsylvania. Oh, one's in Pennsylvania, which I mean, that's is that the straight pool? That's no, uh, the Super Billiards. Oh, the Super Billiards. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's coming up. Oh, that's next week. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, two so turning the, songs, right? Two turning songs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know, you got Darren's and the Super Millions Expo. And I do know one more that's going to be going on there. Uh, with yeah. uh, I, I do know one more that'll be added on. It's going to be added to the points? It'll be added on, yes. There'll be one more being on there. Oh, cool. Okay. Yep. Down there in at, New York? In Marietta? <laughs> uh, it's not in Marietta, not New York. <clears throat> I'll tell you more than that, but that, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, that'd be another one added on. I, I'm but very confident a, on that. Yeah. What we was great, great, great event too. It's a great event. Not a bad one. What we were uh, saying about the majority of the uh, events being in New York uh, is is that unfair to some of the players? You think? I mean, if you're coming from the East Coast or uh, even. I mean, you can come out to Denver, Arizona. I mean, I don't know where you stop being the West, right, right, uh, West Coast. Uh, but the airfares are more expensive. Yeah, uh, the hotels in New York are, you know, they're outrageous, and you've got to definitely have a game plan figured out with right other people to be able to save that three hundred sure. a night hotel rooms and that right. that's for a shitbox hotel too right. not for, we're not in the, a suite of the Marriott right right yes it's a, a no tell motel or something for 300 a night <laughs> yeah I know it. yeah I do know I do know that for a fact yeah um you know yeah it is a it is an unfair um you know this that was why I think Matt Room and Luke Riches and Bearhead and decided uh, the last few years to put bar table events in, more events, smaller added money events in on the points list because they tried to even it out a little bit because that was that was a kind of uh, you know that was a kind of the backlash they got years before that. So they were trying to do it. I think they they went a little overboard with the bar table stuff. But I do understand they had the right intentions, and I do understand why they were doing it. They were trying to give everybody, uh, you know, because the United States is pretty wide. So it's trying to give everybody, uh, you know, a, a, a great go at it. It's a little yeah, I, in Europe. Europe's not too wide. You can get to pretty much anywhere in Europe. Pretty right. I, I, I understand. I understand yeah. why, they, why they're doing it, why there's so many in New York. It's yeah. actually, they're not picking it that way. It's not Metroom or anybody else saying, let's make uh, the East Coast the no, right. players an advantage. It's, right. not, it's not that. The fact of the matter is, they're doing everything they can to, like they did with Mark Wilson, uh, they did some unprecedented 
saying is that Lennon pick his own team, for an example. Right. Uh, you know, one year from scratch, no ranking points. So it was just like right. pick, pick whoever you want. Right. Um, and it's in order to, you know, give the USA a little bit of a leg up to get them back into some kind of form to figure out what the formula is that's going to be able to make the Moscone Cup competitive. And as long as it's fair on both sides, I, I you know, I don't. I don't really care. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to give Johan a lot more time to look at the players and work with the team. Uh, and so it's only half the year. And unfortunately, that half of the year is filled with events in New York. You know, uh, you know if you let it go a little bit longer, you know, then... You, you'd be getting some more. But the U.S. Open are not on the list, you know? That's a, yeah. that's one that's a little bit of a shocker, but it's... it's the put- I know why. I know why it's not on there. Uh, it's going to be, go, you know, kind of counterproductive to what they're trying to do because you're still not going to know who your team potentially is without the U.S. That's Open. right. That's right. Well, I mean, with the U.S. Open on there, it's so far late, close, too close to the Moscone for uh, Johan to be able to work with the, a, a direct team and make an impact right. early hand. Right, right. That's why the U.S. Open, if it was a couple months earlier, U.S. Open would be on, guaranteed. Right, right. Right. Well, and it you makes know, that's, sense. That's the reason. Yeah, it makes sense, I understand sense Johan's point on that. I, I understand that 100%. I understand it, but... Mm-hmm. You know, and he, and he does, there, but you know, it is what it is. And it does look strange that you know you've got the, the U.S. Open and Team USA is not using it's not being used as a qualifier for Team that, USA, I but team, but the Europeans are. So I, I, we again, we know what we know what the reason is, but it just looks kind of strange. <laughs> but hey, it's going it looks like it's going to be good. I mean, it's the only time it's going to tell what's going to happen over the next. What, well, what we have March, end of March, almost. Yeah. Uh, April, May, June, July, August. Six months. Right. Well, five, five and a half months. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It's going to be. Now, here's, here's my outlook on that. I mean, we all got our own views on what's the right thing to do. But none of us know what the real right formula is. So right. bottom line is what's going on, what we've done in the past, in the recent past, has not worked. And it ain't even come close to working. Because we have got our asses handed to us. Yeah. <laughs> no matter who's on the team. We've been outclassed, we've been outplayed. And now I know I'm going to get some flight for saying that, that I'm defecting against America and I'm not, a, I'm not for the American players. That's not even true. We have some of the best talent that I've seen out in a long time. We still have wonderful players here, young and old, if you want to call old, Mr. <laughs> Martin. But what I'm saying is we have the talent, but it hasn't been used. It hasn't been um, handled correctly in mm-hmm. order for us to win right? or, or compete. Yeah. I, I've never had agree. it. You I know, tend to agree. Um, yeah. So what we, you know, Mark Wilson gave it a valid effort. 
He did. He was put kind of pumped on uh, into the fire pit. Just said, here, go into the fire pit. And he tried to, uh, you know, whatever it is, I have my outlook on it. But that's, uh, you know, that's nor here nor there on that. But the thing is, it didn't work. Right. Results are what it comes to. That is what you define on what's good and bad. What works and what don't. Results. It's what it comes to. I know that's a little harsh. I know people say, well, that ain't really all that matters. It's, no, it's results. That's what it comes to. Well, right. You either win or is you there a, Is there a chance that the European team is, uh, on the whole, over the past few years, is just better than uh, USA? Team? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. I think as a whole, the European team are uh, strong uh, right now, or definitely over the last five, six years, as they ever have been, by far. Yeah. Yeah. Can they be beat? Absolutely, they can. Can they be beat by Americans? Absolutely, they can. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be beat. Yeah. It all takes one time where a little bit of the confidence leaves. Whether it's first day, first match, last day, last match. It don't take the one little time with a little bit of momentum shift, and then uh, you kind of lose a handle of things. Mm-hmm. I've been there on both ends of it, so I know. Mm-hmm. But right. the thing is, uh, we cannot compete with the Europe with the state of how it's prepared at the moment. Mm-hmm. That is a bottom line of the way it is. No matter who's on the team, no matter who's this and who's that. So, Johan has a plan. He has preparation. He has a plan. Is it going to guarantee? No, it ain't guaranteed by no means. But at least it's a plan, and it's a scientific plan. Not just a shot in the dark because, well, I'm better, and I know more than all that. Right. right. Well, I, I agree with you. The, the it, it, it could. It doesn't take a whole bunch more. It looks the, the score reflects sometimes a little worse than it has been. Um, uh, you know, with Europe, you know, eleven threes, eleven fours, and that kind of thing. That's that could have been a lot different. And if it changed just the tide turns just a little bit, that's when. You, that's when things start happening. Exactly. You're right. The, the other team's not expecting. I've been watching some things on other sports recently, um, darts in particular in in England, and they have the right. same thing, the same kind of sayings that the hardest games to win are the first game and the last game. One hundred percent right. That's true. And there's a guy, there's a guy who at the time was going back a few years. I mean, he was one of the greatest darts players ever, and he he was on his form. He couldn't he couldn't miss. He was just on top of the world, uh, playing best darts he's ever played. Right. Some guy from some working men's club in Devon, who you could tell just by looking at how he stood holding the darts, somehow had qualified. Okay. To get to the world championships, huh? 
and he's got he's playing the number one player in the world, and this guy looks like uh, I mean it's a mess. <laughs> and he kind of looks like you playing pool. <laughs> See, that's rude. Uh, no, I'm just no, I'm I'm trying to be nice. That's actually a nice uh, question. Well, you should have been nice. <laughs> Okay, well, I was just asking, you know. Go on with your story. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so, anyway, so, yeah, this guy's got no clue. And the number one in the world is like, he, he can't understand it. He, he can't beat. He, he lost against the guy because he's like, why? He couldn't hit anything. Uh, he was just so hard. He, he, he got on nerves. This guy got a couple of games up on him. And he's like, there's no way. I shouldn't be losing this. And from that point on, he couldn't do anything else. So maybe that's something that will happen. You know, it's that's if, you know, it. Get him flustered. Guys, uh, can get a team together. So that, yeah. So that's the, that's the whole story? Yeah, I know. It went on a little bit, but <laughs> I, should, I, should, I thought there was a punchline coming or something. Do I wait maybe, for it? Maybe we should have cut that out. <laughs> maybe we'll, okay. Maybe we cut that one. Mike, I'm, Mark, you should not talk about Mike Deshane like that. That was in that last story. You were waiting for me to say something. About that. <laughs> what, what do you What do you want me to say about Mike Deshane? It seems like you wanted me to. Say I don't want trouble. you to. I don't want you to say nothing about him. He can't defend himself. Do not do that. You cannot talk about people like that. <laughs> How old do you think he is? Oh, you are silly. Mike DeShane. Uh, let me just take a shot in the dark at it. I'll say Mike DeShane is 27. I was gonna, I was gonna guess 26, but I don't know. I don't know that. Okay. I think he might actually be. A, I think he's actually a little bit older than that, though. Uh, mm, no. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Are I, you talking about his age or his hat size? <laughs> Mark, do not talk about Mike DeShane like that. I'm defending him. I just do that. Do not do that. That is not fair to do that. I'll tell you what, I'm, this interview might be over if you say that again. I apologize, Mike. Okay. Mike, if you're listening, uh, I'm defending you just so you know. I just defended you. Right, yeah. Mike, careful. Careful who you defend. But I tell you what, though, he. Now, let me ask you a question on a serious note. Okay. Out of the top ten Americans on the Moscone ranking list, let's say in the last five years, let's just say if you picked on the Moscone ranking list the top ten Americans, who do you think right now has the biggest head? Now, you're talking about in just general size or in proportion? Yeah, actual appearance size, physical girth well, is what okay, I'm talking okay. about. Hold on, because there is, you know, a, a part that you could say it, it, somebody may have a bigger head that's in, not in proportion with their body. Not in proportion. I'm talking about if you just chop the heads off, lay them side by side, ten in a row, who's going to actually you have a... You have one of them tape measures that you do when they they uh, try to measure you for a suit. One of them little yellow things that goes back. You know, you remember that, Mark? I know you've had that before, right? Yeah. They y'all have that in England? <laughs> Come on, don't be silly. Uh, we've no, been just asking. The haberdasher. Yeah. We had people making clothes while 
you know, before this place was even thought about. So. I didn't say tailors. I said a tape measure, you dumb son bitch. Who makes a suit with a tape measure? <laughs> i tell you what, right now, you walk by a tailor right now, what you think he's going to have really holding like this is last money in the world? What's he going to have in his hand? See, see Dave, let me tell you. This is why I'm hesitant when I see the phone ring and Johnny answers. Johnny. <laughs> Be- because it goes from answer this question to some other topic about what are they get, what are they measuring clothes with now in London. Uh, yeah. You know? Tape I didn't say London, I said England. Is that the same thing? <laughs> oh, okay. If, if you're going around, if you're using the technician, you're going around... Uh, from back to front, I'd probably yeah. have to say you because if okay. it's going to end with the nose. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I'm gonna just, four, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. You're adding four inches. If you're going from top to bottom. Wow. Okay. Top to bottom. Chin, then, I mean, you probably got to go with uh, uh, your friend. Uh, well, who did you say the other day? You said Mike Deshane. Yeah. Do not talk about Mike DeShane like that again. That is not fair to him. See, you're talking bad about him. Now you're talking about how big his head is. It looks like a watermelon and all that. You shouldn't talk like that. Never said it looked like a watermelon. Well, you insinuated it. No. I read between the lines again. Can't read. Remember? I'm telling you, you should not do that. That's not fair. Just because you have your own radio show... It don't give you the right to talk about somebody <laughs> like that and their appearance and kind of their misfortunes in life because their head's a little bigger than the you know everything else they got. Hell, I could make a do that. Make a living out of it. But just talked about you all day, come on. Listen, <laughs> well, we, we, okay. you know what? We're running out of time, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I don't want to bore our listeners with uh, this drivel. So, that is true. Back to uh, seriousness. All right. You got three minutes. Two serious notes right here, Mike Marky. Come on. Okay. Um, I th- I think I covered everything that uh, I wanted to cover. Dave, what do you have? Hmm. I'm no. We covered all. We were just going to discuss the whole situation with the lineup of the uh, qualifiers, and we have one of the players that's going to be trying to qualify. So that's as good as we can do. All right, guys, I, I, I have to go. So um, thanks, Johnny. I uh, appreciate you. Not a problem. Short notice. Uh, I know we were trying to kind of talk back and forth, but never got a hold of each other. So yeah, uh, I'll, gi- I'll give you a call in a little bit. You got it, brother. Talk to y'all later, Dave. It was always a pleasure. And, yes, sir. Uh, anyway, all I know is uh, go USA this year, baby. Just, just uh, yeah, just. That's just the way. That's the slogan. Oh, wait a minute. That's already a slogan. I'll come up with one. (laughs) Sounds good. See y'all later, buddy. Y'all have a good day. All right. uh, Take care, John. Well, I think that's it, Dave. I think we uh, got a fair share of uh, insults and and amusement and information all at the same time. (laughs) Something like that. You never know what's going to happen when you get Johnny Archer on the phone. <laughs> it can always go sideways really quick. <laughs> yeah, it, must be, it must be in a good mood or something. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys stick around. We're going to be right back with uh, Daniel Bush's West Coast report. And, uh, ooh, Alan Hopkins. 
right after this. To all the listeners of ABR, this is Daniel Bush with this week's West Coast Pool Report, March 23rd, 2017. This weekend presents a couple of tournaments in the West. The first will be California's longest-running tournament, which starts this weekend in Sacramento at the Jointed Q Billiards. The $1,000 added 48th annual Terry Stonier Reunion Nine Ball Tournament starts this Saturday. It'll have a player auction in the morning and nine ball action all through the weekend. This year's tournament will be live streamed by POV Pool at povpool.com. Also this weekend, the 27th annual Andy Mercer Memorial Tournament kicks off tomorrow at the Rum Runner Lounge in Las Vegas. It'll run Today through Sunday, the 26th, the total purse is expected to be close to $17,000. Thursday starts with a player auction and player meeting, and the action starts on Friday. Also in Las Vegas, Nevada, Tim Kovacs wins the 17th annual Doc Hill Memorial Nine Ball Tournament, which also took place at the Rum Runner Lounge in Las Vegas last week. This amateur tournament allows for only 64 players and had a total purse of $9,000. Congratulations, Tim Kovacs. And we have another winner this week. Rodney Morris defeats Season 3's top-ranked player, Vilmos Foldish, Season 3 of the Mez West Day Tour, that is, who held its final Top Gun tournament at Hard Times Billiards in Sacramento, California, playing 10 ball. Only the top 32 of the season from Season 3's rankings are invited to play for the 10000 added prize fund. Rodney Morris defeated Vilmos Foldish in a final score of 11-4. And speaking of hard times billiards in Sacramento this week, the Marcoulis family has recently announced their dates for their ninth annual Chuck Marcoulis Memorial Tournament. This year's tournaments will be a doubleheader event starting with a $2,500 added one-pocket tournament on August 17th and 18th, followed immediately by a $5,000 added nine-ball tournament on August 19th and 20th. Both tournaments will be $60 to enter each, and the nine ball is a Moscone Cup qualifier. For more information on this event at Hard Times Billiards, you can check out Hard Times Billiards Sacramento on Facebook. Also in league news, this week the APA's 22nd Annual Southwest Challenge is happening at the Westgate Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. It started today and continues through Sunday, March 26th. This event brings out teams from California, Nevada, Arizona, and New Mexico to play in the three-player Team 8-Ball tournaments, the Doubles 9-Ball tournament, and the mini tournaments throughout the weekend. So best of luck to all you shooters out there at the Westgate Resort in Las Vegas. Pool on the West Coast should make trade show news this week, as it appears that almost a dozen California companies will be traveling east to exhibit their products and services at the upcoming 2017 Super Billiards Expo, brought to you by Alan Hopkins at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, March 30th through April 2nd. These companies have traveled a long way to be there, so don't forget to stop by the booths of Ariel Carmelli, Inspire, J&J America, Jerry McWhorter Cues, Jude Hammond the Shaftmaster, Kamui Tips, Marty Carey's Jump Cue, Tiger Products, Tonkin Cues, Richard Rudy Custom Cues, and Zen Sports. Man, that was a mouthful. And finally, we have a little three-cushion news to share with you all. Three-cushion billiards is in full swing across the United States, not just on the West Coast. The USBA's Three Cushion National Championship, scheduled for June 6th through 11th 
at the Casino del Sol in Tucson, Arizona is uh, scheduled. Qualifier tournaments are happening across the country in the next couple of months. Ayrton Tarhan and Robert Spicknall, they qualified out of the Tacoma, Washington Elks Lodge at the Higgins Qualifier. Man Cave Billiards in Tucson, Arizona just announced that it will be holding a qualifier on April 22nd. So if you're in Arizona, get qualified for the USBA. Although a qualifier tournament has yet to be announced for California, Edgy's Billiards in Milpitas is hosting its annual California Classic Billiard Tournament on March 31st through April 1st and 2nd. Edgies will be adding $2,000, but there's expected to be over $14,000 in the purse with a full field and a tiered entry. In other three-cushion news, the current and three-time national champion Hugo Patino and eight-time USBA national champion and owner of College Billiards in San Diego, California, Pedro Piedra Buena, have chosen to represent the United States in the upcoming World Games in Poland. This is the first time the United States has qualified to participate in this three-cushion billiard event. And that pretty much wraps things up for us here on the West Coast. This is Daniel Bush with POV Pool and your West Coast Pool Report. Please feel free to send me an email, daniel at povpool.com. And as always, keep loving pool. All right, welcome back, everybody, and I'm talking with Mr. Alan Hopkins himself. How are you doing, sir? I'm fine, David. Thank you very much. Good, good, good. How's the uh, the weather out there, out east? Well, you never know what you're going to get, to tell you the truth. One day it's 70, the next day it's 30. You might get snow. <laughs> yeah. It might be sunny. <laughs> It Welcome is. to the uh, New yeah. Jersey weather. <laughs> yeah, it's we. It's been the same over here. You know, we've had this odd spring where it's been warm and cold and warm and cold. It's uh, it's enough to drive you crazy. But so you're <laughs> you're getting all ramped up for the big event. How's that getting? How's that going for you? Well, the Super Billiards Expo going to be 25 years. Yeah, March 30th through April 2nd. 25 years. Man, that's that's a while. <laughs> yes, it is. It's uh, actually uh, the biggest show in Valley Forge right now. And cool. Probably the biggest show in, in billiards in, uh, in the United States. Yeah. Uh, may even be the world. I don't know. We bring in uh, almost almost 8,000 players. We bring in the industry in billiards. Yeah. Uh, we have Simonis. Simonis as a sponsor, the 860 cloth, the Aramis Balls. Uh, that we use, we use the finest equipment, the diamond tables. Yeah. Uh, and we have sponsors, you know, Tony, the Tiger Cues, he's an exhibitor, he's a sponsor. Uh, Simonis, sponsor, Aramith Balls, uh, Runout Sportswear, which is a clothing line, um, Tiger. We have all kinds of uh, help from the industry. It's been uh, going well. Cool. Very good. Very good. You know, I'm, I want to go back just a little bit here. Um, Let's go back 25 years. How in the world did you even get involved? I mean, like, what made you decide to, to go with this? Well, I've been, uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame for billiards. Sure. I've uh, won world championships, U.S. Opens. Uh, I've been involved with pool my whole life. And the players, I, I became the president of the Players Association in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, I seen that we needed a trade show. We need our own trade show. Right. And uh, I started this show uh, for the players. Excellent. Uh, so we had our own show. Yeah. 
<clears throat> now, has there ever been, you know, I mean, obviously, 25 years is a long time. It ha- has it ever, uh, I don't want to say gone wrong. Uh, have you ever had one of those moments where it was just so much to do, so much work that you thought, ah, why am I doing this? Or have you truly enjoyed it all the t- all this all these years? Uh, I've enjoyed it immensely, to tell you the truth. Um, it's something that uh, we would call it got it called when I first did it. It got called pool heaven. <laughs> words, if you like playing pool, this is where you want to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, it's every it's everything under one roof. I have I have the juniors, the kids coming in on Saturday. They play in two events: seventeen and under, and twelve and under. Awesome. I have amateur women coming in and playing. I have pro women coming in and playing. I have amateur uh, open, which is open to all amateurs yeah. um, with no handicap. I have the seniors open, which is open to players 50 and older. I have a super seniors event, which is 65 and older. I have a, a pro event, a pro 10 ball event, right. all the greatest players in the world there also. Yes. Um, so we've got everything under one roof, plus the greatest cue makers in the world yeah. and the best pool table manufacturer in the world also are right under the same roof. All damn pool heaven. Everything you could ever, ever want right there. Pool in the, heaven. Under yep, one you've roof. You've got everything you need. Yeah. The best cloth in the world, the Simona's 860 cloth, is the official cloth of all the pro players. Uh, we all play on that. It's the finest cloth you can put on your pool table. Mm-hmm. And the Aramis balls, the best balls you can play with. Everything is the best, top-notch of equipment. Excellent. And uh, I, I do it that way because I've been in professional pool my whole life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know what the best equipment is. Who else to better know but Absolutely. the pros? That's right. That's right. Somebody who's been playing pool at a professional level for their whole life should know, you know, they should know different. But um, Six years old. <laughs> how long, uh, I should say, how uh, I'm not even asking the right question. When did you start? Like, how old were you when you actually started playing pool? I started playing around six years old. Okay. Six or seven years old. And the first yeah. time I picked up the cue, I ran 10 balls. I've never even played before. <laughs> yep. And uh, my father said to me, You got a gift from God. There you go, That's man. That's all. But what you do with it is up to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would play day and night. Uh, just kept playing and finally entered into tournaments. And when I was 12 years old, I entered in a, a tournament with uh, eight men. Um, and I won the tournament. And uh, from there, I, when I was 25 years old, I won the uh, World Straight Pool Championship and I won the U.S. Open Nine Ball Championship. First player to ever do that. Wow. In the same year. Damn. Yeah, in the same year. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Uh, from there, yeah, from there I went on and won a couple more world championships and a couple more U.S. Opens, and I won the Japan World Open twice. I uh, won the Challenger Champions, $50,000 take-all. So I've been involved with pool my whole life, and yeah. involved with the politics of it, too. I was the uh, president of the Players Association and uh, helped to promote pool. I worked with ESPN for 40 years doing commentary and stuff, yeah. putting pool on TV. Yeah. Worked with CBS Sports, worked with Howard Cosell, or Brown. I've worked with a lot of uh, people throughout the years also in Ballapool. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sure. That's, well, if, if you've been doing it for that long, then that's that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to be working with all these these great people over yeah. the years. Well, that's that's if outstanding. You, uh, if you like pool, if 
you enjoy playing pool, anyone out there who likes to play pool and likes to see the players and likes to see what it's all about, or if you want anything for your house for pool or anything like that, the Super Billiards Expo is the place to be. It's the place yeah. to go. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's, yeah. there's like 150 different booths. Have you got... Yes. You know, every vendor literally under the sun it, it, that has to do with pool is going to be there. So that's, uh, like you yeah. said, it, it's all there. Everything you could possibly yeah. want. Good Tamori stuff. Chalk, the best chalk in the world. Mm-hmm. Tamori Chalk, he's going to be there with a couple booths, and uh, that's the best chalk in the world you could ever use in your queue. It's so expensive to get, but it's, he's there, and uh, the players use that. He'll be uh, putting chalk on the tables for the players. Excellent. Now, are, are any yep. of the events uh, uh, going to be streamed? Are we going to have footage that we get to watch or any of that kind of good stuff? Yes, it will be streamed. Okay. Uh, you can purchase it. Uh, it will be streamed the Pro 10 Ball and the Women's Pro 9 Ball. will both be streamed. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. And what days do those kick off? I'm looking at your schedule here. No, 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 no. It will be March 30th. Uh, 31st and April 1st and 2nd. Gotcha. Yes. Very good. Very good. And where do they need to go if they want to check in for the pay-per-view there? I I believe, I don't know exactly where they would go to get that. I guess the Super Bears Expo website, there'll probably be a link if you want to uh, find out how to pay for the streaming on that. I'm not sure how they do that. Okay. Okay. No problem. No, that's all right. We just want to give uh, give the people the uh, information on, on where to go to find that. Yeah, I would imagine you go to this uh, Super Billiards Expo uh, and and look up, I guess, streaming or uh, the tournaments, and then there'll probably be a link to uh, the tournaments telling you how you can uh, buy buy the uh, program. Right now, is that Upstate Al that's going to be handling all that? Or A Z B? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So yes, at the Super Billiards Expo website, actually, it's superbilliardexpo.com/streaming. It's got all the information right. okay. there uh, on the times and the and the the dates and stuff like that. So if you need that information, the Beautiful. fans Thank can you. go there. All right, yes, fans can go there. Yes, fans can go there. Come and watch it. They can watch it right on and stream it. Yeah, that's uh, the technology these days is fantastic. You know, this the fact that we're able to do this. Yeah. Now, speaking of technology, anything different and new this year? Anything that, uh, any surprises, anything uh, we have looked forward to that hadn't happened before? Um, no, not really. Okay. Uh, basically, all the same same events, they're all sold out, and they're all uh, bigger than they ever were. Yeah. Um, every, every event is sold out, every event. Excellent, excellent. That's good yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, the, I can't get any more players in, and the tap leagues, <laughs> by the way, because we support the tap leagues. Yes, they they are sold out also, and they have team play and singles play. And That's they are sold right. out. They have their their rally in the valley event, bringing in heck, they yes, bring they in do. a thousand people just by themselves. You know what I mean? That's just a thousand. No, they're bringing like four thousand. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, <laughs> they have they have a couple different events and uh, gotcha. Their team event, their team event alone, I believe is uh, uh, I believe is about uh, two thousand players. Just oh their wow! Team event. That's excellent. Yeah, so that's yeah, a, lot a lot of people. A lot of people. Wow. 
<laughs> That's a lot of people. Great event. Well, good. Congratulations once again. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, I won't jinx you there, but knock on wood, uh, it sounds like you got everything going in your favor as far as filling up the fields and stuff. You know, that's really all you could ask for. Well, in the places places to get in, those people out there want to know, it's $20 per day. And there are weekend passes for four days. You can get a $60 pass. If you're a league member, you can get in for $45 for four days. And then there's a three-day pass also um, for $45 and $35 for league members. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Very good. Very good. All right, sir. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. Thanks for calling. Hey, not a problem. We just like to uh, let everybody keep up with uh, what's going on in the pool world, and hopefully we'll see you out there at the expo. Yes, and for more information, they go right to the website, superbilliardsexpo.com. That's the one. find out all they want to. Absolutely. Yep. On the final countdown, there are only like six days left or so until this, the whole big thing <laughs> kicks off. So if you if you guys haven't made your travel plans, you better hurry up. <laughs> You're running out of time. <laughs> That's for sure, David. All right. Well, best of luck to you, Mr. Hopkins. I hope everything goes as planned, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, then. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us right here on American Billiard Radio.